reclaim, reclaim in my time. <laughs> okay. Welcome back to your favorite 15 good minutes. I have no idea what Shia is on today. Oh boy. Um, that was two epic fails of her singing. I think we're going to have to figure out another way moving forward. Um, it's yours truly here with you, uh, Kirk and Out, a.k.a. Kirk Urte Nass, along with my partner in crime, who is delirious because it's clearly after 9.30. Yes. Tell them who you are, girl. Oh, it's my turn. Shy, <laughs> a.k.a. Shadu, a.k.a. Nola Darling, a.k.a. Carrie Bradshy, a.k.a. Shining, 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 yeah. Hey, y'all. What's happening, baby? How you feeling? I feel great. I I feel free. I feel happy. I feel prosperous. All the above. D, check all the above. All How right. about you? Um, I'm I'm standing ten toes. I'm ten toes down. Holding 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 my own right now. Hey, ten is better than nine. Yeah, man, listen. This is the wrong. If it's the wrong now, you ass probably can't even walk. You know, oh, you lose true. your big toe, you can't even walk, right? <laughs> true. You can't. You can't balance. Hey, you I know what? I'm a, I'm, the next person to piss me off, I'm gonna cut your pinky toe and your big toe off on opposite feet. Nah, so you be lopsided. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna get you. A, I'm gonna get you a prosthetic with a kickstand. I cannot. <laughs> and I'm gonna call you lean on me. <laughs> Wait, before we begin, can I do some shout outs to some really cool things that have happened since we last recorded? I think since we last recorded around the time frame. Mm -hmm. um, first shout out to all the black women that are running the Olympic squads for Tokyo. We are taking over the Olympics. Burr, 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 burr. Wait, 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 wait. We're not just gonna speed past the men. The black men is doing their thing too. Come on, yes, shout out to Aggies, Aggie Pride. Let's go. It's more women, yes. But how about we say the black fams? Okay. The, how about that? Black excellence. Let's get it, y'all. Breaking news. So excited. We're staying over, and I can't wait for Tokyo because it's about to be lit. We got, we got us. We're representing what water, land, and is air an option? I don't know. <laughs> All the above. Uh, yeah, water, land, and what'd they say? Well, yeah, air, yeah, because Bass Team USA about to be flying all over there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, land, sea, air, air. We over it. It's going to be dope. I love to see it. Love to see it. We got people in track and field positions that have never been in track and field positions before rep will represent it. Um, it's going to be dope. I'm, I'm excited for Tokyo. We'll see how it goes. Another shout-out is to... Uh, Jasmine Sullivan for dropping tragic. Okay. That is the theme song for this summer because it is hot girl summer. And fellas, just beware because that song will play if you, you know, just go listen to the song. Mm. <laughs> Coach is looking at me. Coach, listen to the song. You will know. <laughs> Do you have any shout outs? Oh, <laughs> uh, I got. Prayers to be lifted up to my good man, my brother, Terrell. Uh, some dickhead hit him with a car while he was cycling. Um, listen, be aware of cyclists, y'all. Watch, share the road, please. Um, brother is doing good, though. He's uh, healing and at home with family right now. We so thankful and praise y'all for that. Um, shout out to my kids, uh, my, my three and my 25 plus 
Um, they've been performing on all levels in all areas of life lately, and I'm super proud of all of them. Shout out my wife for her hard work and rebranding and what she's got going on. I'm not going to bust or share her story. She will do that for you all, but stay tuned to Grace Lee Candles because she got something cooking for y'all. Um, and uh, that's really it. Shout out, oh, my big bro. I can't even forget this one. My big brother Kent for opening up the gym any time of the day and working with his nephew. My brother E. Cole for working with his nephew. Uh, my man RJ for all working with his nephew. It, this this has been truly a village that to get this mission and this goal achieved. And uh, I appreciate all of y'all for that. Um, shout out to Bill from the BX. <laughs> AKA. As those. Um, AKA. Uncle Bill. No. Um, what do I call him? Oh, a.k.a. Lloyd Banks. I'm not touching that. Hey, Bill, you hear this for yourself, right? That is not <laughs> me who said that, okay? Now, I did chuckle a little bit, but <laughs> I feel like that's colorism, too, because Bill really don't look like Lloyd. Now, is you saying this because he light-skinned? He talk like him. Don't Ain't that what I said? I think it's You said that, talk. but I don't hear it. I think, I think yeah. everybody from New York talks like that. No, no, no. He talk just like Lloyd. And I think Lloyd from the Bronx, too. So it could be a Bronx thing. Maybe. But I know people from the Bronx, and they don't sound like him. They from the Bronx that Bill from. What side is what side of the Bronx is Bill from? Quarter water, sugar. water. <laughs> they all do quarter water. Quarter water, all year. They do that everywhere in Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> I know people from the east side. I don't know about the, the how it's broken down, but hey, Bill, you stamp to see if they ver- if these people that she know from the east side is legit. <laughs> hey, look, hey, funny story about Bill. So Bill, I, t- I don't know if I told y'all this real quick. So Bill pulled up on me for my 40th out of Mexico. Shout out to Bill. And Did he? Lady. Yeah, he pulled up. He was waiting for me then. And when I got there, he was bearing gifts. My man said, hey, yo, I still got that gift too. I ain't gonna hold you. Let me pull- <laughs> Bill said, hey, yo, we out here, son. They ain't gonna get me. They ain't gonna get me. <laughs> oh, no, no bullshit. Bill gave me this knife right here. He was like, hey, yo, pay attention when we in the Uber. <laughs> ain't nobody gonna get me, son. I'm not gonna be on nobody's news. How did he get that over there? He didn't get it over there. He got off the plane and went straight and bought one. <laughs> yo, Bill is your uh, survival strategist. I'm trying to tell you, he gonna get you out of a jail. So, so for y'all that don't know who Bill is, Bill did the Black History Month Jeopardy episode with us. That's Bill, aka Lloyd Banks. <laughs> Stop calling my man. Stop calling my brother Lloyd Banks, y'all. <laughs> she, she on one. But yeah, so yeah, shout out to Bill for all like my brand. Any time of day, I call. Even if he can't pick up, he uh, he get back to me quick for you know whatever I need to talk about. Um, and I appreciate him for that. He's um, a solid guy. This is a I don't I don't know your answer to this question, but from my experience, so this season for me um, feels like reaping season. Do you feel the same, or do you feel like you're in another season? Uh, from what we talked about prior to, and I'll share with the audience as well. Um, I feel like this is my season of uh, faith. Mm. Um, it's been a lot. Just within the last week or so, it's been a lot. Um, I lost a, a, a near and dear family member. Um, 
got some troubling news uh, that I need to be mindful of and make some adjustments for it within my life. Um, and I'm doing that. I'm definitely about to do that. And, uh, you know, this, the situation with, with Terrell, mm -hmm. all of these things. So it's just like, it's just been feeling like the devil been busy. And so mm -hmm. like faith will get me through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what I feel like. My season coming though. It's definitely coming. It is. And I just left that season at your end and I, and I'm now in that reaping season and it just started. The season just started for me, but it's like when you're in that, that, that season that's trying your faith, it's like, you're never going to get out of it. Like, it just feels like you're up against the wall every which way you turn. And then all of a sudden, like a hole opens up and you're able to just come out of it. And that's, that's what I'm experiencing now. And like, that's why I said in our opening, like, I feel, I feel great because I'm now in my reaping season where everything is working. I shedded the dead weight I needed to shed. I went through the struggles that I needed to go through in order to press me through to this season where I'm harvesting everything that I put in and it just feels really good it feels I'm and I, as I put on Instagram the other day like this happiness that I have right now is greater than anything that I've ever experienced in my life it looked good on you too thanks brother not a problem it looked good on you I'm happy I planted sunflowers in my yard today <clears throat> I saw you rolling up out of the uh the uh I don't know who you use at Lowe's or Home Depot. Home Depot? Mm. Nah, I feel about them. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I blew mm. it. I blew it twice. And we'd had this conversation. And I, I could go on, up on Market Street to go to Lowe's, and I don't even be thinking. I got to do care about your people. I'll, I'll do it <laughs> next time. I was just right there, and I was like, let me just go to Home Depot and get my sunflowers. Yeah, um... I have to be careful with that that season of faith, though, personally, because wow. um, I mean, you know, I battle with depression. And so like yeah. that depression can supersede. And so like I could be in a season of, you know, uh, of abundance and it don't feel like it because of where my mental is at, mm. dealing with the depression. So it's like one of them things you just really got to be mindful for and watching out for. And so uh, that's why it's imperative, you know, to stay in prayer, stay focused and meditate. Um, but I also am too in a season where I'm just taking back some time for me. Um, I have to, to, to keep my sanity. I can't pour from an empty cup. Very true. And it's also good that you're telling us what you're going through. And it's not like you're keeping that in, which is a, a difference from when we first met. Right. Um, mm. Now you're sharing, you're sharing what it is. It might not be in great detail, but at least we know so that we can cover you. And I appreciate it. And I'll be feeling it too. Um, and I, and it's imperative too that like I share this, these things with y'all. I have to be transparent with you all because it's somebody who may be in a similar situation who's afraid to take a step to go do something. Or you're feeling like you're in a battle all by yourself. And I'm telling you, there's nothing new under the sun that anyone's going through. Mm -hmm. Just everybody just figures different ways to cope and to deal with it. And so everybody, you know, you suppress it or uh, you you deal with it. And so mm -hmm. I'm just, you know, I'm, I've am i never been one to duck wreck. So I, I look for a reason to fight. And this is, and I got mine right now. And it's crazy because, and I tell every, I've, I've told this story multiple times to my different groups of friends over the past like a couple months. And it, it fits pretty much every situation in life almost. Where um, my favorite, one of my favorite stories in the Bible is when Moses and the Israelites were fighting a battle, right? And in the battle, the only way they could win 
is if Moses held his hands and his staff up to the sky. Anytime he put the staff down, they would lose, the Israelites would lose the battle. So you imagine these battles that have happened in the Bible time. They last days, weeks, months. I don't know. They last a long time, right? And Moses had to keep his arms up the whole time. He started to get tired, of course, because he's human. And when he started to get tired, Aaron and Joshua came to hold his arms up. And they, because they knew the power first in Moses's faith, but they also knew that they had to guard the prophet. They had to support the prophet because he was weary. And with him being weary, he wouldn't have been able to do his God divine purpose, right? And they, they saw his purpose in him. So, and I tell all my friends this, anytime you're tired, anytime you're struggling, anytime you feel like you're about to give up, you have a whole village behind you ready to hold your arms up so you can keep going. Because first we see the purpose in you and we're not going to let that fall short to depression or to any situation, but we also love you too. So we don't want to let your whole being fall short. So know that you have a tribe holding your arms up whenever you need it. And I know vice versa, right? Because that's what a whole village and tribe is for to support each other and to strengthen each other when we're weak. And that's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, I will say though, too, though, um, I have a group, a good group of friends, but I promise you, you couldn't put all of them in the same room and they all know the same thing at the same time. But I think that's why it's beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, it is. I mean, you know, not that I love or trust one more than I trust the other. It's just that like just how relationships just organically mm-hmm. flow. Some folks are easier to talk to. You get better advice on certain things and you know who you can and can't talk to about what. Right. Or the best, not that you can or cannot talk to them, but who is best to talk to mm-hmm. for that particular situation. And everybody serves their purpose in their own way. So I, I, I tweeted about it a couple of weeks ago. It's like, I have a village. My village is composed of different tribes. Each tribe supports in their own way they have their own personality their own communication their own thing but i know what what i what i might need i know who to go to right in that tribe but they're still part of my village so that i think that's the cool part about friendships and having diverse friendships and you might not be able to combine everybody together and they all mailed in jail but they mail with you so yeah that's all that matters me me what about me oh so yeah just know that brother i appreciate you sis yeah no problem um, uh fourth of july coming up they they holiday i feel like juneteenth we should have had fireworks well we did in all the neighborhoods no nah, i want the, i want the national stand oh, like need big i need to yeah because like i've been telling dylan that you know what i'm saying that's my youngest son like man the fourth of july for you brother that's his holiday the world celebrates him the world stops and celebrates them and anybody who says anything otherwise shut up i slap you i think they'll eventually give us fireworks why eventually why is it always eventually with us well and now that you brought it up you know i wasn't really pleased with them making it a federal holiday (laughs) listen i don't know if anybody else felt the same way but white people needed to been at work yeah and it should have been like if you're black you don't have to come in man listen (laughs) But then you already know it has been one Karen to be like, well, my granddad, my granddad's second wife was black. No, she was his slave. Shut up. <laughs> right. <laughs> shit. 
I'm not thrilled. I was like, why are we cheering for them to give us a federal holiday when they have bypassed every everything we've been asking for the past 500 years? They give you what they want you to have, not what you ask for. And I'm about mm-hmm. sick of that. Yeah. So well, we'll eventually, eventually get it. Or we create our own and get our own national national mall fireworks. We got enough mm-hmm. people of color in the Biden administration to do so. So we need a monument in the city right now to that's to like be dedicated to uh Juneteenth. What would it be, you think? Would it be for something from Galveston? Would it be like a piece of paperwork? Like what do you think it would be? Mm. It'd be white people in chains. Oh no, I was thinking I was thinking Dave Chappelle, we rich I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> something to that effect, I'm not sure. <laughs> Either works for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. We need something though. Give me something. Yeah. Give me more. Give me something good. Let us pick it. Yeah. Let's vote. Do a, do a poll on Instagram. <laughs> I need some real. I need some real fubu. Some for you by you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need some of that. Yeah. That it's probably coming down the pike. We'll see. Mm, don't be surprised if it don't. <laughs> well. Well, time. <laughs> for shy's little known facts, but um, boom, drop a shy bomb on them. Shy little known fact. Uh, do you know where the hottest place in the on the planet is? The equator. Hmm, that's not a place. That's an the imaginary line of, around the earth. <laughs> the devil's butt. Well, that's not on Earth, but. It is. Where's the devil's butt? It's that 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 thing that they be jumping down in and they be um swimming in. It's oh, like the ones something. Kevin Hart jumped down the other day. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's not there. Kevin Hart was in Kenya. Uh, I think he was in Kenya. I don't know. But actually, the hottest place on Earth is actually in Libya. Where's Libya? Libya's in Africa. You know where? where... Huh? Where in Africa? Northern. It's in North. Yeah. I don't think so. Hold you know, on, you know where um what's his name? He was killed. Um Gaddafi. Gaddafi's from. He was the ruler or the leader in Libya. But it is called El Aziza and it's a desert and it has um recorded temperatures of 136 degrees Fahrenheit. It's the hottest place on earth. I'm sorry. Come again say what? 136. That's not that bad. It's not that bad. Case in point. So Kuwait, it was like 120. And it was, it's just dry humid. It's just dry heat. So if it's if if Libya is like that, then maybe it's humidity. It's humidity? Let's see. Let's see. Let's Google this. I don't think it's humidity. Uh, I'm gonna go on the I don't think it is. What is the humidity? No. Hey y'all! I appreciate y'all staying tuned and getting this. This, this is just <laughs> oh, no. another day. Humidity is eighteen percent. That's not high. No, I said I. Oh no! But that's right now. No, that's right now. It's four a.m. there right now. That's why. Let's see. Top at noon. Let's see. It might not. Oh no! Only twelve. But today at noon it was one hundred thirteen degrees over there. Yeah, I mean that's not. You get that in Vegas. 
Uh, in Vegas is one thirteen. Yeah, get up there. Well, it's still the hottest place, one thirty six. Right. Listen, I, I'll never forget first time in Vegas, man. The chick was walking a strip, and she had them little cheap flip flops on. Them all scunchies they melted. melted. To, yes, they did. Oh wow, they were jellies. Uh, they were cheap. <laughs> were they in Chinese slippers? <laughs> uh, they were cheap. <laughs> they was little thong flip flops, but they ain't make it. Is it wrong to call them Chinese slippers? Is it like bad that we call I them that? I didn't touch that one. I just called them cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, like back in the day, that's what they were called, Chinese slippers. But that's an actual style of a shoe. Is, is it or was it racist? I Actually, I think that's racist. I think that it was actually called doll slippers. <laughs> really? I think that's what they're really the technical the technical name for them. Yeah, oh, I think we were calling them Chinese. People called them the Chinese slippers because he was getting it from out of the Chinese from that store, beauty, the, supply the beauty supply store. store. And they don't even be Chinese in the beauty supply store. Yeah, so uh, it's been a pleasure talking with y'all. I'm about to get up out of here before we be in a serious boatload of trouble. Um, brother, I'm on my way. I'll see you soon. Total Source Fitness. I'm on the way. Uh, that's crazy. You're dedicated. I love it. I got to, I got to, man, got to change things. Fellas, listen, go get a physical. If you are in your 40s, go get your physical. And if your doctor has not mentioned it to you, get your PSA looked at. Um, your PSA is the first sign to let you know whether or not you could be dealing with prostate cancer. Um, it is very common in 40 for men, black men, especially to be having these issues. Um, you don't want to put something off and then later uh, regret. I should have, would have, could have. Um, caught my situation early enough and we will be fine. Uh, we speaking and claiming it. Shout out to my sister and my uncle, my wife, my son, all for being super supportive uh, as we move forward with this. Uh, this is not a death sentence and we will get beyond this as we have done the last four years. Yes, indeed. It's been a pleasure as always to have your ear, your time and your attention. Shout out what you got. Uh, you guys know my my spiel. I do it every week. You know, make sure you like, subscribe, share with your friends, your family, your networks. Thank you for those that have been our ride or dies from day one. You don't go unnoticed. We love you. Um, shout out to Clint Coley. That's my dude. Um, I can't reveal everything that he's doing right now, but guys, just prepare yourself because he has some stuff coming down the pike, and I'm so proud of you. Uh, Mr. Advice from an F-boy. And mm. he's a reformed F-boy, if you guys wonder. He's not an F-boy anymore. Mm. But um, yeah, so shout out to him. Um, and you all, you know, stay safe, wear your mask, love up on somebody. Um, celebrate the small wins this week, whether it's you just waking up in the morning to maybe a small win at work or what have you. But celebrate Waking up. That. Wake up. Celebrate waking up. I got yeah. up this morning. Yeah. I got out the bed. I put on clothes. Mama, I washed my butt today. <laughs> Celebrate that. Whatever you got to do to put a smile on your face, man. Listen, stay positive. Yeah, I had an interview today, a big one, like with a production company. And mm. I was like dressed to the tee up top and had shorts on at the bottom. Hey, listen, you know, that's the that's the 15 good minutes way. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me put shorts on in case they ask me to stand up. Because otherwise, you know what will happen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm saying, hey, so you telling me you sit over there butt ass naked on the chair? <laughs> you got ass and cheeks on the chair? <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it has been a great 15 good minutes, y'all. Until next time, when you hear these voices, stay safe, laugh, and enjoy. Have a good one. Peace.